0: Hey everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. I apologize for the lack of podcasts that I've been putting out recently, especially with school, things have been things have been a little tough, but tough is good. Challenges are good. Overcoming challenges are even better, and that is what I am working diligently in doing every single day. However, for today, I would like to take the focus off of that and channel it toward things that other people can benefit from. And that is why I decided to record an episode today. And recently, I've been feeling very connected to Earth and continuing my desire to maintain my connection to the Earth, to plants, to nature, to the sunlight, to animals, to people. And through this connectedness that I've been learning more about, feelings of isolation and loneliness have also decreased as well. So I would assume that there is a correlation between my, or anybody rather, well, mental well-being and feelings of loneliness and being connected to nature. So that is what I wanted to focus this episode on today is nature in itself and the benefits of being in nature along with some of the ways in which you yourself can increase your connectedness to nature. So I wanted to start off with a quote stating that nature is never in a hurry yet everything is completed. And I think that Short quote is so powerful, especially in today's day and age, because this hustle culture that we live in takes away from the beauty and essence of being a person. And you can find that beauty and essence of being a person by taking your time with certain things and understanding that having patience can go a really long way. I mean, you look at things like natural disasters you look at things like viruses and other things that nature things that we have no control over which is nature and whenever they heal itself it always takes time or even when you plant a tree or you grow flowers these things need to be nurtured appropriately and without that appropriate nourishment these plants begin to die when we try to rush the process of these things these things begin to die So we can take a lot of lessons from that in the sense that things will become, we just need to wait, we need to appropriately nourish our bodies, and we need to be consistent with this because without that consistency, the plant ourselves, we don't nourish from it. So to begin that, to begin the podcast, I think that quote is a really important one. Sometimes nature can mean the inherent objective perspective on things. For example, somebody helping someone else with the nature of their issues. That can be a broad generalization of the term nature. However, in this, I would like to say that our definition of nature can be the phenomena in which is around us. So that can mean The birds, the trees, the air, the sun, the plants, the rivers, the oceans, people, etc. And our relationship to these things and how we are all just one thing facilitating the process by which our planet goes by, really. And so once we are able to develop this connectedness with these other things that are around us, we begin to work in symbiosis as opposed to in our own self-interests. And I think that when we learn how to work together, we can really have the planet thrive and prosper. Even in early 17th century, late 17th century, I forget, I think it was Benjamin Franklin, he said that united we stand, divided we fall. And that is evident to what we're going through today. I mean, we are essentially a virus to the planet right now with our oil and pollution and all the garbage we see in the oceans and just not treating the planet like it's our home because at the end of the day this planet is our home and when we begin to protect our planet and work together in that protection then we can really see the benefits of what earth can really do for us. I just wanted to first start off by saying that One of the ways in which we can spend more time in nature is being aware of the things that we are doing that are not involved in nature. So a statistic that I came by very quickly while doing this research is that as of July 5th, 2022, the average American spends 7 hours and 11 minutes on their phone. That's their screen time. That's the average American. So that can mean people spend, some people spend less time, people spend more time than that. However, the average is seven hours. That's almost a whole day of work. And that blew my mind because of how often we hear people saying that they don't have enough time to do the things that they want to do throughout the day. They might feel depressed. And in my subjective opinion, I feel as though there's a clear correlation between the the declining mental health crisis that we're facing today and the increase in screen time that people are having. And usually when people are looking on their phones, chances are they're on the couch, they're in bed, they're not moving. And this increases feelings of loneliness and depression and anger and comparison, all of these things that are so detrimental to the human psyche, to the human body and to life itself. I think opening with that is a great way to sector into the other things that I wanted to talk about, such as the benefits of being in nature. So I just wanted to first start off by speaking of the cognitive benefits that involve being in nature. So there are benefits to being in green spaces, such as having an office that's next to the window, or even like having a succulent plant next to your desk at work, or just taking a stroll in the park during your lunch break. And schools that are even connected to these green spaces, such as parks, such as rivers and things like that are directly linked to increases in childhood development and a children's attentional span. Having a school that's connected to these things that are involved in nature can really help children's development. Also, Another study that was conducted in 2019 at a University of Chicago states that adults who are exposed to green spaces and even have meetings outside, they are more linked to attentional focus and creative problem solving as opposed to those who do not spend time outside. And I thought that was fascinating because a lot of the time when we do come up with our best ideas, it is in spaces where we feel our visual field expand to go further with this to have further evidence there is something called the cathedral effect in which when one is placed in a room that has a higher ceiling they are more likely to have creative problem solving increase while someone who is in a smaller room is more likely to be able to solve problems that require high, high focus and numbers and computing and data and things like that. So that just goes to show how being in a place with that's expansive can be of benefit to people in a working environment. And there was also another study by a group of scientists in Canada in 2015. They theorized that because of how heavily our ancestors relied on the environment for survival, this is the driving force behind why we feel this innate drive toward connectedness with nature. I think that makes sense because a lot of the a lot of people feel that they would like to be more connected with nature, but some people just might not know how to. And just given that innate drive that all of us have within us, we this can be directly linked to the ancestors to our ancestors because ancestors had to walk the fields they had to plant agriculture in order to feed their families they had to hunt sometimes they went days without eating because they couldn't get the proper meal but they wouldn't have been able to do it if they were all in their tiki's in their shacks all day not doing anything so this innate connection that all of us have for nature I feel can be very connected to our ancestors' need for survival. I also wanted to brush up on whenever people are in an environment where they do need to focus, whether it is meditation, whether it's trying to fall asleep at night or trying to work on something, a lot of people feel that Sounds of nature, whether it's birds chirping, a river running, waves crashing, rain falling, all of these sounds that nature induces have been linked toward people having better attention during assignments or during a meditation. And this greater sense of attention toward the work allows for people to optimize their workspace effectively. So, even just having the sounds of nature around you can. Highly impact the work and the attention that is needed in order to thrive during work. In all of these lab experiments that are conducted about the benefits of nature, they are all interesting. However, it doesn't fully capture what it truly means to be outdoors and the true benefits of being outdoors. And even the simple act of having contact with nature, whether your feet are on the grass or you're outside and the sun is beaming on you, or if you are in your garden and you're maintaining your garden. All of these things can increase happiness, these things can increase subjective well-being, have positive social interactions, and increase your sense of purpose in life, your ikigai. And your ikigai is something that we're gonna talk about in further episodes. However, additionally, researchers from Denmark did a longitudinal study of over 900,000 residents and these people were born from 1985 to 2003. And these experiments exposed that nature, being surrounded by nature, can lower your risk by 55% of having mental illnesses as opposed to being born in places that are in the city. And that just goes to show how beneficial being surrounded by nature, being surrounded by trees, and having this connectedness to nature can really benefit you, even by having a reduced risk of 55% of mental illnesses. So now, some of you might be asking, how much time is appropriate to be outside? Well, researchers from the United Kingdom suggested that Two hours a week, which is roughly 20 minutes a day outside, can be the most beneficial for you. And they did this by 20,000 adults, and they did this from 1985 until 2003. So the 20,000 adults that they did study reported higher senses of well-being and subjective well-being while just having 20 minutes a day outside. And so being outdoors isn't the only indicator that someone's well-being can increase. Someone's connectedness to being outdoors can also be an indicator of someone's well-being increasing. And a scientist from Canada by the name of John Zielinski is quoted by saying, "...people who feel their self-concept intertwined with nature report being a bit happier. Nature is not the biggest indicator. However, the association is consistent." And I feel that anybody who does spend time outdoors can relate to this because even just going for a brisk walk or even just standing outside, being in the sun, feeling the sun can agree that this feeling can elicit feelings of happiness, reduced anger, and also it can reduce blood pressure as well. So some of you might be asking, how does one become more connected to nature? And the first thing that I want to say is, in order to feel more connected to nature, one has to find nature. And the way in which one does find nature is going to a local garden, being at a park, going to the beach. But if you live in a city, you can also just walk around the city and do your best to try and notice nature wherever you are. So that might just mean seeing some squirrels, seeing some birds, feeling the sun, feeling the temperature, feeling the wind... And using really engaging your senses in this feeling of being in nature. So that can include things of what did you hear, such as bird songs? What do you see? Bees, butterflies, the sun shining, some birds. What do you smell? Maybe you smell the morning dew. What can you touch? Maybe you can touch some trees. Maybe you can touch some flowers and things that you can taste, such as like fruits and veggies that are grown from the ground and you, engaging all of your senses in this connectedness toward nature can elicit these feelings of connectedness with nature and another thing that you can do to increase your connection toward nature is to bring nature to you so if you were in a place where nature isn't exactly abundant house plants are a very good way to get some oxygen rich environment but also to have this feeling of connection with nature So being able to water the plants, being able to take care of the plants, seeing how the plant moves throughout its life. Maybe it needs some more sunlight. Maybe it needs some more water. Maybe it needs less sunlight. Maybe it needs less water. And understanding what the plant needs in order to survive can help you also figure out the things that you might need in order to survive. And understanding that the growth of a plant takes time, just like the growth of a person takes time. We are not that far away from this life force that's right in front of us, which might be a plant, which might be a dog, all of these things that can give us this greater sense of connection. They might be small, but they do matter in the grand scheme of things. And even if you're not into growing plants, or maybe even having a pet, maybe you can just watch a documentary On Netflix, on HBO, on National Geographic, things about nature. So, things about the tropics, things about the safari, things about the ocean, and just understand the greater scheme of life as opposed to the four walls that might be your bedroom. And another way to feel connected toward nature is to combine nature with creativity. So, this means dancing in nature, this can mean journaling in nature, drawing in nature taking pictures of nature, taking videos of nature. When you do these things, it can give you a different perspective on what nature is because once you begin to really be specific about the things that you see in nature, which might include how the light is shining onto the leaves or how the clouds are just over the sun and that gives the sky and the leaves a different look. All of these little things that you might do to find the very specifics of nature can make you appreciate nature as a whole. But also finding the little things that you appreciate about anything can make you appreciate that thing in particular. So really appreciate something, being as specific as you possibly can about why it is you like the thing you're looking at can make you have a deeper, more fond appreciation of that specific thing. And last but not least, in my opinion the most important way to feel connected with nature is to protect nature and it can be as simple as recycling or walking or riding your bike instead of driving joining community cleanups on the beach and your local parks basically just doing your part and when you begin to protect nature you understand why it's so important to protect nature in the first place and you also see firsthand how us human beings are affecting the earth just by our very f- carbon footprint. So, being able to protect nature is vital in your connection toward nature. And just to wrap up this podcast, I just wanted to briefly go over that spending time in nature can be linked to both cognitive benefits and the improvements of mood, along with emotional and mental well being. And being connected to nature induces similar benefits of well-being, regardless of the time spent outdoors, along with some tools that you can use to become more connected to nature, which is connecting with all of your senses, finding nature wherever you are, bringing nature to you, um, combining nature and creativity, and protecting nature. All of these things that you can induce in your life can make you feel more connected to nature. And once you do feel more connected to nature, you'll feel more connected to life. You will feel more connected to people. And you will understand how us and nature are pretty much the same thing. And you learn how to nurture nature just by nurturing yourself, giving yourself the appropriate foods that your body needs, eating grass-fed, free-range, wild-caught, fish and meat eating plants, having supplements as plants, doing all of these things that come from the earth have such healing properties. And everything we need to heal is in the earth. And sometimes it might just be a little harder to look for than others. However, with the tips that I have provided for you today, I hope that just one person takes time out of their day to truly appreciate The beauty and the wonder that is this beautiful planet that we live on so thank you so much for tuning in today i am grateful for every single listener that chooses to listen to my podcast um i'm gonna again i'm gonna do my best to be as consistent with this as possible school is a lot right now but challenges are good it's good to be challenged by things because once you overcome a challenge that gives you confidence to do other things and I don't want to get away too far from the point that I made about this podcast, which is that nature is very beneficial and developing developing a different appreciation for nature can be so impactful on your life. So try to take some time today to go for a walk, feel the sun, feel the breeze. It's kind of cold out, but that's good too, because it's good to have the seasons So thank you, everybody. I am so grateful for all of you, and I will see you soon. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for your support. It really does mean the world to me. If you want to reach out to me, you can talk to me on my social media. That is Colin Weinberger, C-O-L-L-I-N-W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G-E-R, Or if you want to go on my website, that is colinweinberger.net. If you do want to be a guest on my podcast, feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram. Or if you would like to hear a certain topic be discussed, you can also reach out to me through that as well. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I really appreciate you.